It's now time for our Monday morning conversation with aviation analyst Jay Ratliff. Good morning, Jay. How are you? Uh, pleasant. Good morning. Doing incredibly well. Good to have you back on the show. I first got to ask you about the news that is coming out of Michigan from over the weekend. Uh, an incident at an air show. What are the details that you know this morning? Well, what we what we know is uh, the air show was uh, underway, and they had a performance from a, a MiG aircraft that experienced some sort of a technical issue uh, that actually caused the pilots to eject, and then the aircraft crashed. Uh, the pilots are okay, and uh, fortunately, no injuries on the ground. So uh, the investigation continues, and you know, I've been at an air show where we've had a, a crash, even sadly a fatality. And one of the procedures that will take place is the moment that the situation occurs, the air show, of course, shuts down. And there is a call that goes out to everyone that has any video of the aircraft before, during, after uh, to provide that to the officials there at the, at the air show. Uh, that uh, video is then taken and reviewed by the National Transportation Safety Board as they uh, conduct their investigation to try to determine exactly what happened. But uh, the good news here is that uh, no one was injured, and uh, it, it crashed near an apartment complex, so we got very fortunate there. Of course, pilots are trained that if there's a problem with a stricken aircraft, they do everything they can to point it in a direction if they're able to do so, uh, where it's going to uh, go towards a, an unpopulated area if possible. And uh, the two aviators landed, uh, I think, uh, in, in a lake there. They had to be uh, fished out. Uh, they were taken to a hospital for uh, just to be checked out, but again, they appear to be okay. And uh, yeah, the video of them uh, ejecting from that aircraft was uh, was quite telling, and I'm just glad it had a good story with uh, reportedly uh, no injury. Is it just me, or does it seem like there have been a lot of incidents and crashes at air shows this summer? You know, when you look at it around the world, I, we might have it a little bit more, but um, you know, we, we've had these for years. If you pull up a list of air show accidents, you probably would be shocked at the number of them uh, because there's air shows that go on uh, throughout the, the country every year. Uh, you, you might have, uh, and again, this is just an estimated guess, you might have 50, 60 air shows of, of significant size that occur across the uh, country and then a lot of more smaller ones where you don't have quite uh, the number of military aircraft. Um, and, and as a result, you know, you're dealing with a lot of these aircraft that many times uh, have age to them. And one of the things that the investigators look at is uh, when was the last time this aircraft was in for any maintenance? What was that maintenance? And could that have caused the problem that led to the pilots not having control of the airplane? Because it's a very severe situation when you have a pilot that's willing to exit an aircraft knowing it's going to crash without them being able to be at the controls. Yeah. So it had to be something that was catastrophic where they lost total control or near total control of the aircraft uh, because the last thing they would do would be jump out of an airplane uh, that they still had some maneuverability over. And it may tie into some past maintenance that was done or reports that they had of the aircraft itself uh, when the plane was previously flown that might have been reported by the pilots at the time. So a lot of things that have to be checked. Right now we have a lot more questions than answers, but that's what the investigation will uh, will determine, and uh, they'll continue until they figure out what happened. We're talking with aviation analyst Jay Ratliff here on the WPTF Morning Show. A couple of other headlines and stories I want to ask you about, Jay. Uh, tell me more about this American Airlines flight that dropped 15,000 feet. 
Oh, that was the American Airlines flight 5916. It took off from Charlotte, headed down to Gainesville. And during the course of the flight, the crew had a report of a possible uh, pressurization issue. So they went into an immediate uh, descent to 15,000 feet, uh, or I'm sorry, dropping 15,000 feet in a three-minute period of time. They needed to get the aircraft under uh, 10,000 feet. Oxygen masks were deployed. Uh, Passengers were visibly upset. Once they got it under uh, 10,000 feet, they were close enough to Gainesville. They just continued the flight and landed from there. Uh, no injuries, but uh, people panicked when there was a smoke that they could deter- determine in the in the co- in the cabin area. But most of that smoke was attributed to the uh, uh, oxygen canisters when the uh, masks were deployed. So nothing that was of any. Of course, you know people don't know that that's the typical smell when those things are uh, the oxygen masks come down. Uh, so that added a little bit to the concern until the airplane landed and everybody was able to get off the airplane again with no injuries. Last year, there was a United flight uh, that kind of nosedived towards the ocean. Mm-hmm. Happened, what, last December? And now we, we talked about it, yeah. Yeah, and now we have uh, a report on that, right? And here's what, when you and I talked about it, it was an airplane that left Maui going to San Francisco, takes off, goes into this precipitous dive of about 1,500 feet, recovers, and then the crew just continues on to San Francisco. And we were thinking, what in the world happened? Because if it was a mechanical situation or something, there's no way that crew would have continued that flight another five hours from Maui to San Francisco. Well, the National Transportation Safety Board has investigated, and they found what happened was after that uh, normal takeoff, it was during a time of heavy rain, uh, the captain told the the, uh, first officer to reset the flaps um, to five. But the first officer thought he heard 15. Flaps are reset, and all of a sudden the, the aircraft then goes into a, a descent at a high rate of speed. And it's a Boeing 777. They were 2,200 feet, and when the flaps were set incorrectly, it caused the aircraft to drop 1,400 feet. Now, during this time, the crew's trying to determine exactly what in the world's going on. You have the uh, collision avoidance system, uh, system screaming, pull up, pull up, and, and the crew's trying to figure out what's going on. Once they were able to determine the incorrect flap setting, they corrected it, and they were able to regain control of the aircraft and then went ahead and flew on to San Francisco without further incident. Once they landed, the two United pilots reported exactly what had happened. Uh, Pilots are allowed to do that free of any repercussion. It's part of the aviation industry code, and they were given some additional training by United and continue to fly, and the NTSB has closed the investigation now that they know exactly what took place. But it was just a Simple miscommunication between two pilots. I can't imagine being a passenger on that flight, and it takes a nosedive, and then the pilot just goes, we're good. We're all good. I I, I would (laughs) love to know what happened with the the idea of, uh, you know, the the communication to the passengers, because you'd have to say something, and you're not going to say, now, sorry, folks, we hit the wrong button, or we there's no way you're going to let everybody, you know, so... But again, I, you know, the cabin crew, uh, the flight attendants, I'm sure that was a day of free drinks. I don't know where they just kind of helped everybody relax for a few hours. But, uh, I, you know, I've never been on, I've been on a flight with a lot of turbulence. Never one that had a, a, a issue where the airplane was that, you know, low off the, the ground at 2,200 feet and uh, then dropped, you know, 1,500 feet. And then uh, that whole time not knowing what was going to be going on because you know you're headed for the ocean.
Yeah, that's the scariest part. Aviation analyst Jay Ratliff with us here on the WPTF Morning Show. Thanks so much, Jay. We really appreciate these conversations we have every Monday, and we'll do it again next week. Well, the pleasure is always mine. And, and is a P.S. Anybody heading to the airport? Uh, the hubs of Minneapolis and Chicago could see some weather delays approaching in a, an hour.